welcome to The Camp Guys, a show where we talk about the ins and outs of camp ministry. I'm Nate Flowers. Each episode, we'll take a look at prominent camp problems we face and how we deal with them. Let's jump right in to today's episode. first episode, we wanted to answer some of the questions of why we're doing this. (laughs) Let me back up. I guess you realize that I keep saying we a lot and the show happens to be named the camp guys. So I guess I should introduce the real camp guy. That's his name on Instagram, the camp guy feeding us all this incredible content. Jay Oliver, the founder of Crowder's Ridge will be with us each episode to show some real insight. I'm just here for the smooth voice. Jay has over 20 years of experience in youth ministry and over 15 years in camp ministry. He started Crowder's Ridge in 2014 and hasn't looked back since. He and his wife, Carrie, have three kids named Noah, Abby, and Anna, and they're pretty much the most awesome people ever. Hey, Jay, we're glad you're fueling this thing. Hey, thanks for joining us. By the way, I think it's pretty clear that the show is called The Camp Guys because we're two guys talking about camp. We're not trying to lead anyone to believe only men can work in camp ministry. Our ministry would fall apart without camp girls, and you'll hear from some of them as well on the show. We just thought it was a cool name for what we're doing, just two guys talking about camp. Now, enough with all the disclaimers. Let's go ahead and get to the good stuff. All right, episode one of the Camp Guys. This is going to be a great one, a great way to start off your year. Yeah. Uh, everybody's getting into some like New Year's resolutions, and, and you're looking at your camp and your ministry, and you're wondering, hey, where do we go next? So let's talk about the topic of vision. Uh, first of all, the Camp Guys here at Crowder's Ridge, our vision for this podcast is just to talk about things uh, that are happening in camp ministry and the next-gen ministry uh, because that's a big deal. And also discuss time-sensitive uh, topics and materials uh, about uh, the things that we are faced with. Yeah, and also to help people who made a New Year's resolution to listen to more podcasts. Exactly, yes. Yeah, we're just going to help with that. Too. And it's funny, podcasts were kind of dying for a little while, but I, I believe they're back. Uh, me too. Uh, so we, we're expecting like 1.3 billion followers, subscribers to this by the end of the week. Precisely, yeah. Yes. Um, we want, we also are going to take the time to interview other camp guys, not just people at Crowder's Ridge, but people from all over uh, the Southeast, uh, just picking out some friends of mine that are in camp ministry that are doing the exact same things that you're doing and uh, just picking their brains. There's not enough brain picking uh, in the world. Uh, Even when we go to camp conferences, there's got to be more brain picking, I think. And that's what this podcast and uh, vlog is all about, uh, is brain picking. So let's talk about vision. A vision is a dream um, with directions. And a lot of you, you may have walked into a camp that's 40 years old and you're kind of still walking down. On that same path of the vision statement or whatever has been going on at that camp. Um, so I want to share with you what ours is here at Crowder's Ridge, where sparks ignite. Uh, we we came up with where sparks ignite simply because uh, it, was, it was 
everything in that one little sentence is dedicated to everything we want to do. Uh, from a corporate event to sharing the gospel at our camps, uh, to, we want to see people's uh, lives change. So you may be struggling with your vision. And being in January and, and you made all these new resolutions, maybe you've even started working out. Maybe you're listening to this at the gym right now. You're running on the treadmill as hard as you can right now. Let's talk about your vision. Is it simple? Is it simple? That means as people, can people understand it? Can your staff follow it? Uh, is it simple? Uh, is it something you live by? Uh, our vision statement, where sparks at night, I believe is a filter in which we plan. If, you, if life can't really be changed or, or sparks can't be ignited from what we're doing, then we shouldn't be doing it. You, you see what I'm saying? I mean, that is a the, the main filter of everything we do. And so make it simple. Uh, make it be something you live by and make it fulfilling. Uh, when I say make it fulfilling, I mean sparks that are ignited here bring forth life change. And me, you, Nate, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing if, if it wasn't for seeing people's lives change. One of, our, one of our most special places here at this camp is our life change wall. It never gets old walking by it. <laughs> Any video or fo- photograph that we shoot of that life change wall, it never gets old seeing it. There's over a thousand names of kids that have given their life to Jesus here at Crowder's Ridge. And that's all because we live by igniting sparks. Now, we rather ignite sparks of, of salvations and, and Jesus' growth other than corporate event where, I, man, I just, you know, great morals or, or friendships. I mean, all those things are important, but we want to be all about the gospel. That's what ultimately Crowder's Ridge is about. So there's there's three types of camps that we're either are listening right now or going to be listening. Uh, num- number one type, you're not growing. Yep. Plain and simple, your numbers are, are have declined. You don't know what you're going to be doing with your budgets. You really feel like you're in a mess right now. Number two, your camp is just coasting. You've always done. You're getting the same results as, as you've always gotten, and you're just coasting down the, down the road here. And then there's number three, camps that are growing. So in those three camps right there, non-growing, coasting, and growing, you really got to take a minute and say, hey, What does our vision look like? Because as Proverbs says, you know, uh, uh, if you don't have vision, you're going to perish. I said that all really wrong. I could have sounded it could have sounded a whole lot more professional. But if you don't have vision, your 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 ministry, of course, is going to start declining. Yeah. And I think a lot of times part of the reason why our vision and mission was so impactful whenever I started working here was because you could learn it, recite it, memorize it and understand it in less than two to three minutes. Yeah. And I think just in the short time of this podcast, people are able to get behind what we're doing. I think sometimes we try to overcrowd it with a lot of words, a lot of words that create fluff and don't really filter what we do. The fact of the matter is our mission statement, we can present to an intern in three minutes and an intern who serves with us is going to be able to understand it. And so that's one thing is if you're starting out and you have 40 years under your belt and you've seen eight mission statements by six different executive directors who have come before you, sometimes it's about you got to simplify it down. What do you really want? Yeah, we want to see change happen and that change in our campy world 
in Cr- the Crowder's Ridge Campy World, we are calling it Sparks. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's where Sparks ignite. John Estates, who will be on the show at some point, because um, I consider him my go-to guy in camp ministry. Uh, but uh, you go on Woodland's website, and all you see is something about, you see the word unforgettable. And that's part of who they are, and that's part of their vision is to offer an unforgettable experience. Uh, and I, I give them major props props for that simplicity of that. So make it simple, make it something you live by, and make it fulfilling. I think that's a great way. So if you are in one of those three types of camps, which you are, you're either growing, coasting, or non-growing. I would sit down and look at your vision statement first, because if you don't get it, <laughs> your staff don't get it. And if your staff don't get it, the summer staff surely aren't going to get it because they come in with a two-week um, learning curve, and they don't get it. And for us, I think uh, I, after about a you know, six months of working here, it can start to feel redundant. Like you could start repeating the same thing over and over again. But one thing they teach you in some of these um, classes about building vision is that if you're getting tired of it, chances are it's just catching on to the people you're really trying to reach. So like we are trying to reach people. And by the time we're like, feel like we've repeated it 400 times, we feel like it's finally catching on. It's because you've repeated it 400 times and the whole community saturated with that vision of what you're getting behind. And I think living it out and using it as a filter is the most important thing that we do because we are able to, um, start to take that and choose where we're going next. Like you were talking about camps either growing or not growing or staying stagnant. And I think sometimes the vision will pull you forward, not ground you. It will also pull you forward. Yeah, I agree with that. That's good. So using it as a filter to move forward as well as a filter to check what you're currently doing, it works both ways. Yeah, I would say, and this is just my personal opinion, but I would basically say that Crowder's Ridge is growing. Um, we, we, we see, we've seen growth in summers. We've seen growth year round. We've seen growth, growth in capital campaigns and fundraising funds and budget total totals, revenues, all that stuff. Everything's up. And I still sitting here, you know, in January looking at a fresh year, I want to make sure that our team is clear on where we're going and make sure our vision is clear and and not muddy for people around us. I think we've chosen three good words. Um, it's very simple. It's something we live by, and it's, it's very fulfilling. So I, I think those are good. So how do you, if you're sitting here and you're like, you know, my vision is totally just, not your vision, you got vision, but your statement, everything's kind of just, you know, it doesn't, it's not clear. I'm, I'm, I want to give you just a couple of things. Uh, three guides to help you build your vision. Um, build your camp or area's vision on go. Make it go. What I mean by that, I mean, we here, the camp guys at Crowder's Ridge, are all about the Great Commission. It's all about go. Uh, that is the filter in which and it sparks for us. Where is here Crowder's Ridge? But sparks are all about the gospel. So I would include that in some type of reach out part of your vision because that is um, 
that is what we're truly about. And if we truly want God to bless what we're doing, we have to keep Him the very center of what we do. Our first core value, which I'll get into that in another episode, but our first core value is we yell. And what do we yell? Jesus. And what I mean by that, and every single thing we do from the podcast all the way to the rec leader, uh, you know, during camp season, we want to just be so vibrant, so passionate about who we're here to serve, and that is Jesus. So that that's where I would start. The second thing to help build your vision for your camp is, um, or other area if you're in next-gen ministry, is on give. So the first part, I would build it on go, and then the next part, I would build it on give. And uh, Josh Newton, a guy who spoke at camp this summer, said this, and ever since he said it, it stood out in my head, but you gain because you give. You gain because you give. And in Crowder's Ridge, we've done a really good job helping Sparks Ignite and partners uh, that we partner with from foster care to a camp called Camp Sunshine here in Gaston County. That's the least of these of kind of Gaston County. Uh, and partnering with other organizations as well uh, is a big deal what we do. Uh, another direct, uh, executive director one time told me, hey, do y'all play with others? <laughs> yeah, Because nonprofits should play with other nonprofits. And I totally agree with that because that's really cool. So if you're camping, you look on your list or your calendar and you don't play with any other nonprofits, I'm going to go and tell you that's the issue. Yeah. You know, you, you we have a facility example. You know, Hurricane Florence came in. We sat on it for a couple of days. The next thing you know, we said, you know what? If you're evacuating, get your tails here. Mm-hmm. We didn't throw it. It's 1995 plus tax for one night's rate. We didn't do any of that because we were basically said, hey, bring your food. To build. The buildings are sitting here. Yeah. Bring your food, your family. If you're having to evacuate, come on. I don't know how God is going to choose to bless that obedience to do that, but we did. And I believe you gain because you give. And I think sometimes, I think the biggest crux, whenever you're deciding about vision, mission, where you're going, the first question you have to ask is, are you currently operating as a ministry with a mission or are you operating as a facility? Yeah. That's right. That's that's good. Are you operating as someone where you're going to let every other ministry choose the, their mission and maybe for a weekend you'll take that mission on? Or are you going to say, no, we're going to be a partner. We are also a ministry with a mission. We don't just have buildings sitting around. We are going to be on mission to go and to give. And I think sometimes we get caught up because so many of us are involved in facilities maintenance and cleaning and making sure that we're building the next big thing. When in reality, um, it's more than that. It's bigger than that. And you've got to choose first before you even look at all this. When you're talking about go and give, you got to be a ministry with a mission before you're a facility or anything else. Yeah. I think the, the catch there, you said build the next big thing. I think it's really hard. And it, people, people struggle on building the next big thing because they don't have the go and give. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're just really, I, I tell people on tours all the time, I'm not a facilities director. Yeah. I never want that title. I'm a camp architect. That's what I do. And that holds a lot of vision just in itself. I don't want to take care of buildings. Yeah. I can do that somewhere else. And, you know, New York, give me, give me at least the skyline to look at if I'm going to take care of buildings. I'm going to be in New York, not in trees <laughs> you know what I mean I want to look over Central Park and mopping the floor at the same time I'll mop any day I have no problem mopping 
but you know what? I want to be a camp architect or a event architect that creates this cool concept. So anyway, back to it. Three three ways to help help you build. Go, go give, and the last one's grow. Create a vision that has growth to it. Where where sparks ignite is all moving forward. Every every bit of that, every bit of those three words is moving slap forward. So what what do you what do you have to do when you when you kind of put those words together? Man, you got to work. You got to just flat out work. It, it you know dreams are free, but the hustle's not included. And we said that for a rise up event. We can dream all we want to about how great of a camp, you know, we want. <clears throat> but the truth is, man, it takes a lot of work. And if you're not willing to put in the work, then you're not going to have the camp. You don't need to be in the position you're in <clears throat> if you're not willing to put in the work. But it's you got to make cold calls. You got to create new programs. You got to consume your 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 oikos, your circle of influence on social media. Um, just because your camp's been around for years doesn't mean that you are yielding the right fruit. Um, <clears throat> so I would I would strongly recommend to anybody that's listening to this and you're kind of looking at your new year and your vision how is your your mission statement set up because ever how it's set up is how your staff's taking it it's how your summer staff's taking it it's how your volunteers are taking it and is it casting the vision that you want if it's not i would slam the brakes slam the brakes take two days off go sit by myself and I would figure out what do I need to cast. Do not keep carrying on the long-term uh, tradition that your camps had if you've inherited somebody else's vision. Uh, s- slam the brakes. And I promise you, you see donations increase. Donors are going to get more passionate. You're going to see more volunteers. They're going to get more passionate. You're going to see better college staff. They're going to be more passionate. You're going to see your staff be more passionate. And you're going to see some great things happening from you creating a great vision. Yeah, that passion coming from the top down. I mean, we have saw it work here with you. We saw it. I mean, it's personal experience there. You have to have that top level leadership. So I feel like sometimes if you're inheriting something that you don't feel like is yours, then sometimes you can that can mean that the vision is something that's harder for you to get behind. And I think sometimes you have to make it your own in order for you to really step into it. Yeah. So here's episode one. I would really encourage you to listen to all that we're going to put out because I promise you it is going to be really, really cool to go on this journey with all you guys. so much for listening. If you've been impacted by what you're hearing on this podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe to this channel and to share this podcast on your favorite social media platform. By sharing this message with others, we can extend our ministry impact and change more lives for the kingdom of God. If you have questions you'd like for us to answer on a future episode, you can email podcast at crowdersridge.com or you can visit crowdersridge.com slash podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.